Hello, and welcome to Generation AI, the podcast where we demystify artificial intelligence in the world of higher education. I'm your host, Artis Kudu, and joining me today is my co-host from his car, JC Bonilla. Hey, JC, how's it going? From my mobile office, my friend. From your mobile office. Artis, I'm doing great. You just basically told me we have a gigantic episode for today. So I stopped what I'm doing, which actually happens to be in a car. And here we are having an incredible conversation. What do we have packaged and ready to go for our friends, artists today? So we we wanted to make this very timely. So in today's episode, we're going to be building on what we talked during our last discussion on Google generative search experience. And we're going to delve into some groundbreaking news from Google itself. So Google has unveiled some significant updates to its chatbot Bard. So Bard is no longer the name and now it's calling it Gemini. So Gemini, if you remember, was the underlying model that Google is using. However, now Google has transformed that and brought everything under that umbrella, along with introducing more sophisticated model for Gemini, which is the Gemini Ultra competing with GPT-4. Very, very exciting, Artie. So this is Bard No More, Hello Gemini. In a way, we spoke about that before, so it'll be interesting to see how we bring the conversation together. Also, this is a rebranding exercise. There's a lot happening here, and you've caught up with the technical capabilities. What is this new AI model? paid AI model, right? That Google is basically preparing for all of us. So I'm looking forward to learning from you what you found out because it's very timely and it's a really interesting exercise on our prior work on the prediction. So what did you find out? What's going on with this rebranding exercise? Yeah. So according to your predictions, you said this is going to be the year of Google. 2024 is going to be the year of Google. We certainly are seeing some of those changes to Google and their strategy. Yes. JC1, already zero. <laughs> well, we don't know that yet. The year is still pretty long. So Google initially introduced Bard. So everybody knows Bard as a competitor to ChatGPT, which is a product built on top of their large language models. It was a conversational chatbots. It competes with, obviously, we know ChatGPT, but it was primarily integrated into Google's existing kind of search functionality. So what they did is they rebranded Bard. So the model that was underneath was called Gemini, and they called the large language model Gemini. Bard originally did not come with Gemini, but Google, in order to catch up with GPT-4, they introduced Gemini as a multimodal large language model. And, and multimodal means what, artist for everybody who's catching up with this? So multimodal means that it's able to generate and take input in multiple modes, text, image, voice, and video as well. And it's able to generate all of those things as well. So you can generate text, images. All the spectrum and generate AI. So it's here as an input and as an output. So fascinating. Exactly. Exactly. So Bard is now rebranded Gemini. When you go to bard.google.com, it redirects you to gemini.google.com. There's now a new plan under Gemini, which is called Gemini Advanced. And Gemini Advanced, it's an upgrade which utilizes the most sophisticated LLM that they have with the Ultra 1.5 model, the version of Gemini Ultra 1.5, which competes with GPT-4. So some of the key capabilities in Gemini Advanced or Gemini Ultra are things like complex task handling, so it handles a lot of tasks, very intricate, like coding, logical reasoning. It does nuanced instructions, things that only were able in GPT-4 before. Now those are coming to Bard. To, well, I, I keep saying Bard, right? I have to keep reminding myself that it's Gemini now and the Gemini brand, of course. 
it's fine. It's called branding 101 or co-branding. And it's, it's an effect that everyone is going to go through and eventually it will disappear. If not, ask Twitter X. <laughs> exactly. We still keep calling it Twitter, yeah. or, you know, X. So. so one of the things that's interesting here is Google did not have a paid version of their bot before. So we know that ChatGPT and ChatGPT Pro, there is a paid version that gives you access to some of the more advanced capabilities. Well, Google has introduced that now. So there is a Google One AI premium plan, which I don't know about the naming convention there. I guarantee you that one's probably going to be rebranded also. So it's accessible through their premium subscription and it's $19.99 a month. Wow. And it essentially includes Gemini Advanced Access, additional storage, cloud storage, and introduces image generation and a few other advanced features in there. So basically you get access to the ultra model underneath. Can I just make a pause there for context and drawing on the parallel universe of OpenAI? So what I'm hearing, right, is rebranding. Got it. But also this model, this Gemini, is going to have the most sophisticated better performing LLM. So in a way it outperforms is right there with GPT-4, right? Exactly. So one thing to remember, and this is a point that you made before, was because if you live in the Google ecosystem, Gemini Advanced is now able to access your workspace. So it's able to access your email. It's able to access your Google Docs as well. If you have an individual Gmail account, it's going to be able to do those for you. But if you're part of a workspace or your company uses it, Google has rebranded what it called its Duet AI capabilities, like generative AI in those workspaces to Gemini now as well. So essentially, it's kind of bringing everything under the same umbrella. And that's also $20 in additional per employee or per seat, so to speak. So you're getting it for your Google Docs and your Google Slides and kind of your Google Drive for the search capabilities. So it's really plugged in to the Office capabilities. Now, Copilot on the Microsoft side does something very similar to here using those large language models underneath. But if you're a Google ecosystem, this is great news and then something that's going to affect quite a bit because it also plugs in directly to the search capabilities. So it doesn't have to go in and do some search. It kind of brings in relevant data and up-to-date data as part of that information. At least that is the promise. It doesn't work very well in some cases, but it doesn't have a knowledge cutoff, for example, because it's augmenting it with search. I actually got to play a little bit with, I think I was called Duet AI uh, as part of these kind of beta tests on Google Docs and Sheets. So two things that I think are very, really interesting. And Artis, I remember you taught me about this idea of, you know, context, right? And doing this idea in context of really interesting. What you have is that experience of the GPT kind of prompt thing that we know on OpenAI, right? You on a search, but you do it in the context of the doc, right? The Google doc. So you can come and say, give me the agenda and it's going to be all these participants, whatever. And then also like you have the agenda, but it's all output there on the Google doc. It's really interesting. The sheets was not that really interesting unless there's been improvements. So what happened is that, hey, give me a table and it would actually create like synthetic data in a schema, but it was not doing GPT-like analysis that you and I have played with. I didn't see that yet. So if that happens, it'll be very interesting. I can come and say, hey, analyze this spreadsheet and it kind of does it. So we'll see if it does that. It will be an interesting differential when in context, right? 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So if we want to continue on that trend, uh, one of the things that wasn't there before was image generation. So DALI is the image generator from OpenAI. And now with introduction of Gemini multimodal, like there's the image gen two that's integrated into this. So that's essentially it's integrated into Gemini. It allows users to generate images directly within Gemini using descriptive text prompts in there. So anyways, something to keep an eye on. And as Google is building more and more of these external models, uh, I'm pretty sure they're going to find their ways somehow in the generative experience or search experience, both within Gemini as the chatbot interface, but also in google.com as the search box interface and the search generative experience that we talked about last time or last week as well. Uh, one more thing to introduce in here is that Google is also incorporating, and this is an episode that we're going to drop around deep fakes tomorrow, but we're, we're giving you a sneak peek here around watermarking and Google's incorporating what they call a synth ID watermarking to help attribution. We didn't talk about this during that episode, but it's something that we'll talk a little bit more and we're going to follow this, you know, over the next couple of weeks. That's a big one. Yeah, exactly. As the deep fakes become more and more relevant to our conversations. I'm excited about that. So, you know, we hope to kind of keep you up to date with all of these advances. If you are in the Google ecosystem, now you have a, a true competitor to ChatGPT with GPT-4 that you can use either one. You can go to either one. But if you're integrated more in the Google ecosystem, this kind of brings up those capabilities up to par, both from a reasoning, image generation, writing, and so on and so forth. I've been starting to use it over the last couple of days, and I find it that some of the generation is actually a lot better for me. So we're going to see, like I'm going to provide some more insights on LinkedIn over the next couple of weeks as I start playing with this. But I was really impressed over the past couple of days in terms of the recommendations and the reasoning that he gave me for certain outlines or research for that matter, because it's able to access the internet in real time. All right, JC. Well, hopefully this was informative for everyone and some news that we wanted to drop in. We're going to be back with our regular episodes soon. So until next time, everybody, have a good one, JC. Thank you, artists. This is great. Thank you, everybody. Generation AI is part of the Enrollify podcast network. If you like this podcast, chances are you're going to like other Enrollify shows too. Our podcast network is growing weekly, and we've got a wide range of marketing, enrollment, and higher ed technology shows that are jam-packed with stories, ideas, and frameworks, all designed to empower you to be a better higher ed professional. Our shows help higher ed leaders and professionals like you find their next big idea. They feature a selection of the industry's best as your hosts, like Jamie Hunt, Seth O'Dell, Jenny Lee Fowler, Brian Gross, and many of your favorite leaders in higher ed. Enrollify is made possible by Element 451, the next generation AI student engagement platform that's helping institutions all over the country create meaningful, personalized, and engaging connections with their prospects and students. Learn more at element451.com.